¿Qué es lo que hay, mi gente? ¿Qué pasa? Bienvenido a mi episodio 7. Thank you everyone for coming to listen. This is episode 7 of Teach Me How To, pero en español. This episode, we're calling it De Una. Okay, absolutely yes. This is one of the words we learned from last week, a word from the cultura colombiana. So let's get into it. Now, um, as a Spanish foreign language teacher, I'm not a native speaker, but I enjoy so much learning about the other cultures. And today, I decided to focus on this one particular word because I have some students who are matriculating into adulthood. And sometimes my upperclassmen like to, I guess, test me and my patience with them and their, util your, their utility and their ability to use slang terms and specifically slang terms that can kind of be, you know, borderline like, so you want me to write you up and call your parents? Like, how you want me to play this? Because, you know, just let me know and I'll do it for you. So I have a student that would always say, que lo que, mami? And I would have to tell him, don't, don't call me that, please, because, like, I'm going to have to, like, you know, write you up, whatever. So anyway, I'm like, that should be a word because, you know, there are a lot of ways you can use the word mommy. Um, the word of the week, mommy, uh, it does obviously mean like mommy, like the woman who gave you life, right? I actually call my mom mommy still because, well, I don't know. I think it just, I like it. It's different. It's, I don't know, I call her mommy. And if my dad was still with us, you know, he was daddy. I still call him daddy too, but you know, I digress. So mommy, we say mommy, right? So mommy. In the case of, like, the woman who gave you life, it is your mom, right? Your mother. Also, madre means mother, and mama is mom. So when I do teach family, if you check out my TikTok, I have a song for family, and it says, mi familia, mi, mi familia es, and then we say mama, right? So mama, mom, mommy, mommy, and then madre, mother. In this case, I'm going to teach you the slang terms that you can use mommy for if you intend to use it in a sense that you want to flirt. And for those who are attracted to men of whatever sexuality you identify with or don't, the other term would be papi. Maybe we'll use that one for next week because it kind of ties in with family. So mommy, it is slang for miss, missy, shorty, shouty, depending where you're from geographically in the United States. It is for an attractive woman or a female romantic partner, uh, a sexy female or romantic partner or a close female friend. Um, kind of like, you know, we have rappers like Ma, Loma, Young M.A. or Young Ma, like Ma. You may hear it in rap from the United States or Americas. You know, Mommy, Ma, Mama, Lo Mama, Mamacita. Like, these are terms that you can use either that can be <laughs> depending on your, your utility and the reception of the person on the other end. It could be a term of endearment, you know. My um, one friend calls me little mama. I'm not a mom, but I am little. So, you know, but I know it's a term of endearment. I know she's not hitting on me, you know. But the other times, you know, if I hear someone say, what's up, ma? And I'm like, I don't know who you are, so I don't understand why you're calling me that. But my name is Shannon. You know, you can call me that. That's what my mom named me and my dad. But so, mommy, you can use it to greet a close female friend. Perhaps if you're trying to get acquainted with a female partner in a certain particular manner, you may use the term mommy. And like I said with my upperclassmen, I try to discourage <laughs> the use of that word because I understand that they have a particular purpose and, you know, anyway. 
speaking of closeness, okay, the verb of the week is perrear. Now, when you look at that verb, perrear, make sure you click the link, okay, so you can see what I'm saying. Perrear looks like to juke, right? It's, it's, it's not really to juke, but it is. Juke's also an antiquated term, so for those who are not over the age of my age, I'm not going to reveal it, but it doesn't really matter, but um, you may not know, but it's like twerking or shaking. I put in the lesson, shake it like a salt shaker, because if you um, ever attend a discoteca, a club, a disco, a club, if you attend one, you will see that the dancing of bachata, salsa, marenga, cumbia, son, like when you're in a partner dance, you're very close. The, these dances are very intimate. Some people say they're very sexual, but I would disagree. Well, I wouldn't say disagree, but I would also add that they're sensual. There's supposed to be some type of intimate spiritual connection that you have with that partner, which is why you're dancing so close. Like, you should be in sync, in tune. Like, I move, you move, just like that. So, perrear means to juke, or as I said, shake it like a salt shaker, okay? And then the number of the week. I chose 30, 30, because... Ever since I turned 30, which means I'm over 30, reflecting back to my previous statement about juking and not really knowing what it means if you were a certain age. Um, yeah, my body be hurting, but I'm not using age for our lesson today. For the number 30, I'm going to use um, something different. But anyway, 30 is the number of the week. So let's go back and practice how we say these three words. Word of the week, mommy. Verb of the week, perrear. And then number of the week, treinta. Now, uh, some of my students, when I was giving them their final exam, which huh, I may talk to you about that next week because there's some rumors on the streets that these kids are doing the utmost. And when I say the utmost, they're cheating. And I don't like that, but we'll talk about that next week. <sighs> mommy, word of the week. Verb of the week, perrear. Rolling your R's. So when they were doing their speaking section of their final exam, some of the kids I noticed just struggle with this. Tongue twisters. I'll talk about that next week as well. Tongue twisters. If you practice tongue twisters in English ever, like, what is the one? Like, um, one smart fellow, he felt smart. In sixth grade, shout out to Mr. Boyle, one of my favorite teachers of all time, sixth grade geography, voted best cartographer in the seventh grade, though, by Mr. McComsey, not related, just wanted to flex a little bit. Not the point, though. <laughs> but when I had this teacher, I remember I had this little joke book for, like, girls and sleepovers and stuff, and it had a tongue twister. And I got him to say, instead of one smart fellow, he felt smart, he would say, one smart fellow, he smelt fart, when you say it ten times fast. Okay? That right there practice. You practice how to enunciate and how to pronounce and be more articulate. I remember someone said to me once that you really enunciate and say all the letters of the words that you say. And I'm like, I blame my mother because she said I have poor grammar and I had a terrible, like, I don't know what happened. I think I was truly my dad's daughter because my dad apparently to her was very country. So when, you know, I was made... You know, there's this, this stereotype that daughters act like their fathers and, and sons act like their mothers. So with me acting like my father, my speech. Actually, I remember going to speech classes a little bit when I moved up north because I don't think anyone understood me. I talked fast and I talked funny. I still talk fast and I still talk funny, but that's not the point. So, tongue twisters. 
um, I will talk about those next week, but that will really help you with rolling your R's. And if someone says, it has to be genetic or you have to be born that way, that's a lie. Because both my parents are not bilingual. My dad learned a splish splash of Spanish, okay? He's primarily the reason why I wanted to learn Spanish because he taught me how to say some words. And I was like, that's all you know? You don't know more? So here I am with the more. And then my mom did French. So my point is, do not let the haters discourage you, okay? You can do it. Believe in yourself. Now back to the number of the week, 30, right? So that's easy. Real easy lesson. Now the song of the week is a collaboration between two of my favorite artists. I found this song today. I was subbing for a teacher that was out, and so I brought them to my room because when it comes to babysitting, I'm sorry, but not sorry, that's what I call it when I have to cover a class, I like to do it from the comfort of my own home. So I go pick the kids up, we line up, you know, I don't care what grade we're in, and we come back to my room, and my room's a Spanish classroom, so, you know, I'm like, you know, got the maracas, got the guero, got, got like all types of things that they touch and like to see. And I was like, okay, let's watch a little couple music videos. And I was trying to keep it PG. I love Becky G, but I was like, ooh, she needs to put some clothes on. And then Shakira, I was like, oh my God. So I was like, let me find a band. They're pretty much clothed. And if they're singing a ballad, depending on the song. So, because sometimes, you know, the girls be not clothed. So I found this song by J Balvin and Ed Sheeran, and I love them both. I saw Ed Sheeran in concert once, and I thought I was going to die. Actually, I didn't. It was just really hot that day, so I wasn't going to die because I saw him. It was because I was really thirsty. I believe it was Fourth of July weekend. He was in Philadelphia. And then Jay Balvin, I just love his music. Every time he does a song with, like, anybody or by himself, like, he's done songs with Maluma, Osuna, Shakit, like, just all the things that he does. So I was like, these two incredible artists in one song, I have to give it a listen. So I did, okay, and I was like, yep. This is the song of the week. This is it. Whatever I had before, I forgot what it was. It's this now. So please give it a listen, and I hope you enjoy it. And if you have any words that you want me to work on as far as thematic, any type of grammar, any type of anything that you want to see me talk about, please let us just know. Gracias. Pero, hey, donde quiera. you enjoyed the show everybody and the new song i actually found this song today when i was looking out like what's popular in the latina music industry so i hope you enjoy this little snippet of the song go take a look at it i think this is one of the another great experiences when you see different artists collaborate and create a wonderful beautifully made song this is not the first time jay balvin has done a collaboration with an English-speaking artist, so I encourage you to continue to look up his music. And again, don't forget to use lyricslearning.com. I used it the other day with my students, and they loved it. It is difficult sometimes depending on the song you pick, so this might be a perfect song to try with Lyrics Learning because it's a ballad. And again, like ballads are slower songs, and so you're able to kind of listen a little bit easierly. That's not a word, I just made that up. But you can listen easier, easier because they're saying the words slowly so you have the time to kind of catch what they're saying but anyway thank you again for listening i hope you enjoy this beautiful weekend it's memorial day weekend three-day weekend for most of us so i can't wait to see you lovely people la semana que viene see you next week adios ciao